Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us welcome to the married to bravo podcast i am one of your hosts jolene lenzer hernandez i am here with my co-host nana aka my mom aka eileen lenzer what's happening eileen hi everybody i had a wonderful day today it was kind of chilly out nothing like we've had a couple days ago we had below zero it was horrible um, I got to have lunch with my cousins on my dad's side. It was very nice. You had very we- nice. You had v- good food. You're looking cute. Oh, thanks. I keep looking at this hair going, wow. I like it. What's on your shirt? What does your shirt say? Oh, thank you for mentioning it. It's the first time I've worn it. Ready? Uh-huh. Oh, Am- Michael Kors? Yes. Look at you, you fancy Kohl's biznatch. You're just so Wait. fancy. Got it at Macy's. I was with my sister, Karen, and we got it on a clearance. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, this isn't the right price. And I says, well, that's why I brought it up. It doesn't really say a price on it. She said, yes, when it doesn't, that means it was supposed to be sent back to the manufacturer. And I'm so like. So the associate at Macy's said that. What was the yes. price on it? Well, and she goes, and I was kind of hoping it was going to be $8 or less. And mm-hmm. she said, technically, I can't sell this to you. I said, well, that's oh. silly. It's out on the floor. You know, here we go again. Yeah. Don't look now, but you don't own Macy's. I think Mr. <laughs> Macy would want you to sell this to me. <laughs> so I got it for $3.83 and I couldn't return it. I said, I don't want to return it for three eighty three. I'll mop up the floor with it. <laughs> so anyway. Nana, don't you love when you go to these stores and people, I mean, calm down a little bit. I get it. It's your job. I totally understand. Everyone needs their job. But uh, we got to calm it down a little bit because. Yes. Like don't tell people. Don't tell people something they really, the customer really doesn't want to hear. Oh, I can't really sell this to you. It just made, well, maybe she did it right because it really made me want it more. Yeah. Maybe she had something. So what, so what was the price on it originally? Um, it never really said. It had a tag, but there was no price on it. Then there was something really smudgy on it. So I went after the smudge and I got it for three eighty three. <laughs> so you said it's got a smudge. I don't want to pay three eighty three. Can you do better than that? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, Nana, looking good. You did. You went on a little shopping spree at, at Macy's recently. Got yourself some new clothes. Everyone feels better with some new clothes. It's true. It really is. I got I got the cutest pair, and I should have brought them. I still have time. I could go get them out of my closet because I do not wear heels. And anybody, 
you know, in my age group, those heels, they're killing you. You can't do them anymore. Usually it's flats, Mm -hmm. but I found the most comfortable pair of heels. I was so excited. Like what kind of, are you talking about like pumps or like a heeled boot or what are we talking about? Do you mind if I go get them? I do mind. (laughs) All right. I'll explain. (laughs) Only because, Nana, only because I know how long it took us before this podcast to get those earbuds in your ears and we don't have time to go and have to go through that all over again. But. Jesus, it's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Because you guys weren't here as we were prepping, getting ready for our podcast. Nana, the ear thing, it's something's go nana we got to get you just like some big domes for your ears because it's always a thing you know like i wear i know you can't see me right now but i is that like those gauges no not <laughs> i mean oh over the ear like oh like sure headphones Dre, headphones exactly headphones yeah exactly. we had headphones <laughs> even in the 70s i thought you wanted me to have those Big old holes in my ear. Oh, I don't understand why kids do that. Oh, well. You should do that, Nana. Why not? What? A big old hole in the... Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You need a neck tattoo, some gauges, and a lip piercing, Nana. Yeah, well, thanks for calling. You should get your nipples pierced, (laughs) Nana. (laughs) How do you know they're not? Hello, how do you know they're not? They could be. They could be, Nana. What do you got there, Diet Pepsi? No, we're trying something new. Okay. It's not cold coffee because you know I don't like that. But this is Diet A&W. Very delicious. Diet A&W, Okay. Very delicious. Have it. Uh, New Dawn in the chat is saying that uh, she can see you with a nose ring, Nana. Oh, honey, I don't. Well, you know this, this stuff. Oh, that would be gross. <laughs> How do you even blow your nose? nose ring? Oh no, they're super, super cute. You get a little one, just a little one. Is isn't that when you get those things, you have a, or is that just an old wives' tale that you might have a stroke? What? Who told you this? If you well, I thought a nose one of my friends thing. said if you have one of these, like up here, you could have a stroke. Yeah. What? Who is this friend and where did they get their medical degree? Because it sounds like a real shitty, dumb friend. <laughs> Trying to stop you from looking cool because they're jealous. <laughs> well, isn't that true, though? I mean, there's some like muscle facial muscles that could go kind of spazzy or something. (laughs) Nano with the doctorate. Uh, Well, I'm sure, uh, you know, when you get Botox, like anything you put in your face, you could hit a nerve or hit something. But just like, oh, you better not get that eyebrow piercing. You're going to stroke out, Nana. (laughs) Well, so I I didn't do it. I'm not going to stroke out. God knows what will happen if you pierce something below the waist, so I'm not doing any of that. Know. Some people pierce some interesting stuff below the waist. Isn't that, isn't that something? Why? Uh, and who are you showing this to? Wow. And Maybe that's... When you're young and you first get the piercing and they make you twist it, and you got to put the yeah. solution on, so you got to go downstairs and twist it and put the solution on? No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> But (laughs) (laughs) all right, you guys. Uh, Good check in, Nana. I'm actually, um, thanks for asking about me. I am (laughs) going, (laughs) Uh, I'm leaving for New York tomorrow. 
I'm going to New York and DC oh. for the week. Uh, you guys, my birthday's on Monday, so I am happy about that. Me and hype man, husband Chell, are going to New York. We're gonna do some shows, and we're gonna DC. We're gonna see some friends. They have a new baby, and his middle name is Chell, and I can't wait to meet him. And we've never been to DC before, so I'm excited for that. And then tonight, after this podcast, we are gonna go see Ani DeFranco in Santa Ana, California. So we're crazy. We're gonna uh, go to Santa Ana, come oh. back, uh, try to get some sleep, and then we leave at 5 a.m. So, oh, to be young again. That would be just awesome to do that. Oh, Nanny, you're traveling soon. Just to too. get up and just go. Well, I understand you're that, still but young. this. The spur of the moment stuff isn't as. Oh yeah, you don't like that as much. I love it. I love it. Oh. I can't talk dad into stuff it's as dad. like I used to be able to. Mm-hmm. It's dad because he's not on the podcast and he can't tell me that it's not him. Yeah. Okay. We can talk shit about dad because he's not on the podcast and normally all day long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have some important business to get to you guys. We have to, uh, we missed you guys last week. I can't remember why we didn't have one last week, but something happened and I don't remember what it was, but Um, yeah, we don't remember, but we're here hmm. now. That's all that matters. So we do have an episode of the Real Housewives of Atlanta to get to, and then we have two episodes of Vanderpump to try to get uh, to in this hour here. So thank you for joining us in the chat. Hello. Thank you, Heather Nicholson, giving us our first super chat of the day, $4.99. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, much. Heather. Heather, you Thanks. Will. Yes. Thank you. That's so nice. How many people do we have in the chat? You know what? I think you? we have 17 right now. So that's, that's awesome. awesome. Thank you guys for joining Is, us. Did Linda pop in? No, your your best friend's not here. We have Bonnie, New Dawn. We got Hi, Bonnie. Hi, New Dawn. Heather, Michelle. We have wow. uh, that's Fonda, a lot. Shonda. Mm. We have so many people. Uh, Marie. That's so nice. Erica, Christina. Yay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so Nana, let's go first since we just have one episode of Atlanta and I know you kind of had a hard time catching this episode of Atlanta because yeah. bravotv.com has been weird and then it did it since we missed Atlanta last week due to the Super Bowl there was no new episode um, this yeah week, maybe your DVR didn't pick it up but let me fill you in on what happened okay so episode 13 thank you hot tea with a side of cookies Cynthia brings Tanya and Kenya together to work out their differences after Toronto but Kenya arrives with a super shady guest in tow Portia and Dennis go back to couples counseling while Todd finally makes good on his promise to spend more time with Candy Cynthia visits her fiance Mike in LA where she sees an unexpected side of his life that causes her concern all right so When this does pop up, Nana, make sure you watch the whole episode because it was a good one. Let me explain. So what happened was Cynthia brought Tanya and Kenya together to talk, and then Eva was there as well. Well, uh, Kenya shows up, and she's pissed at Tanya, you know, after the whole wig gate and then uh, her saying at at the dinner about Tanya's uh, fiancé possibly cheating. Guess who Kenya brought to the lunch where they were supposed to talk it out? She brought the cookie lady. So the lady who said that Tanya's fiance hit on her shows up at the lunch and you're just like, no messy, but so good. (laughs) Oh, the cookie lady. I missed that one. Now I really am mad. I know. Don't worry. You'll be able to catch it this week. Uh, Just keep checking. Uh, 
Bravo and hopefully BravoTV.com will be working again for you, Nana. I'll help you out. Don't worry. Because this was when you told me you couldn't watch it. I was like, oh, shoot. This was such a good episode. So Tanya and Kenya, like Tanya showed up. Seems like, you know, Tanya's pretty level headed. You know, she's uh, she's Canadian. She's kind. Uh, that's all the only way I can explain Tanya. She's Canadian. She's kind. She's kind. And she's just, uh, yeah, the, there's not much more to it than that. She's yeah. smart. She's kind. Um, she seems, you know, cool, but Kenya's pissed. Now, Tanya, like I said, she should have never, I know Kenya came for her first, but the whole wig thing, you do not want what Kenya can bring to your life. And she brought the cookie lady. And let me tell you, the cookie lady, little suspect, Nana, she seems a little suspect because she was saying, yes, I saw your man uh. at the club or a restaurant and he was waving me over. And then I went to the bathroom and then Tanya, and then he went to the bathroom and Tanya said, well, aren't they, you know, unisex bathrooms anyways? Um, that's not like he followed uh. you into the ladies room. And then she said he was some job he's not, the cookie lady did. And the cookie lady said, Tanya's fiance, said he was single. It seemed a little convoluted, her story, and it seems like the cookie lady does want to be on this season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I don't know if I fully believe her. However, what points oh. me to kind of believe her and pushes me in the direction to believe cookie lady, I think she's thirsty. The thirst is real for her. She wants that TV time on Bravo. What pushes me to believe her is that Tanya and her fiance have been fianced or whatever you call it so long <laughs> and haven't gotten married. You know, it's shit or get yeah. off the pot. And if you're engaged for too long, there's trouble. There is trouble because you get engaged, you get married. You don't get engaged, wait 10 years. You know what I mean? Seven, five. Um, yes, know, that's silly. Because why even get engaged then? I see if you want like a big wedding, no. you're trying to save up. But they're rich. They can they can just get married whenever. So something, something's not right. Shout out to Bonnie uh, in the chat. Our homegirl Bonnie from St. Paul. Hi, Bonnie. Who gave us $2.99 in the super chat. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it was just kind of a Tanya oh. herself pretty well. You could tell she was totally uncomfortable. I mean, who wouldn't be uncomfortable? This woman shows up and is like, your man said he was single. And embarrassing. But Kenya, I mean, Kenya, uh, even when she I sat don't. down, she came straight for Tanya. And Tanya's just like, oh, okay. And Kenya's like, you do not talk. And then here comes Cookie Lady. And Cookie Lady had just that as much doesn't. attitude. That's what does I, what does Cookie Lady look like again? Remember Kenya? She's beautiful. She's so pretty. She's so beautiful. She's very beautiful. Um, she okay. is. Uh, she's like I bet she's probably late thirties, early forties. Long hair, oh. beautiful skin. I mean, she's beautiful, but she there's something about her. Something about You're, her seems kind of suspect. Kind of suspect. It's kind of like when Harry met Sally, your basic nightmare. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So Kenya, okay. you know, I think it was, uh, you know, it wasn't nice. Definitely wasn't nice. Did it make for good TV? Hell yeah. Did I feel bad for Tanya? Yeah. No. I felt bad for oh, her. did you? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Heather in the chat is saying, Cookie Lady's not that cute, just dehydrated. She's super, she's parched. She is so parched, Heather. Oh. Like she just, she just like wants anything. So part of me just doesn't believe her. I think Tanya handled yeah, the that's... best she could. But even Eva sitting there super pregnant is like, oh my gosh, Kenya has come for me and this is... Uh, even I am uncomfortable and I've already experienced this side of Kenya before. That's why I just wanted Tanya to like pump the Canadian brakes because I'm like, you, Kenya also is super hurt and hurt people hurt people. She's struggling in her own marriage. She obviously is not focusing on that because we saw in this episode, she is letting her husband kind of walk all over. He's a dick. They were looking at oh. spaces for some event he's going to do. And he was just talking over her as if she wasn't even there. And she is just so docile around him she just is she takes all his shit and I'm like no be the Kenya we know step up and say listen Mark Daly and your little lisp you are not going to get away with this bro I was Miss America you know you don't know who you're dealing with bow down listen Mark you know like no bow down so he was a rude pants and we saw the cookie exchange and then Kenya's like, oh, I'm never going to man around you, Cookie Lady. Cookie Lady's like, ha, 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 am I on the show yet? And we're like, no, Cookie Lady, go home. No. Uh, <laughs> so that's how the cookie thing went down. Also in that scene, Kenya kind of threw Cynthia okay. under the bus in that moment. So uh, Cynthia, I think that like she wanted to, um, you know, out this cookie lady exchange and you know it's like Cynthia didn't have the best of intentions with the information about cookie lady so Kenya's just super messy with the ladies right now oh because they showed like when I tried to get on bravo mm -hmm. then it said it showed it showed Cynthia s sitting there with mm -hmm. this outfit that was really really revealing it looked gorgeous on her um but then all of a sudden it went fail and then I got nothing. Oh, so a revealing I saw revealing outfit. I wonder what outfit that was. Well, it was a blue. It was kind of a kind of a royal, a little darker royal blue with black. Mm. And both their boobies were sitting right oh, here. You're talking, yeah. How do their boobies not shift? <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, no, you know, if you're moving, mm -hmm. wouldn't your boobs move with you? But they stayed right there. Well, probably because they're not real. But I yeah, I don't think Cynthia, I think Cynthia does have implants. Um, but I love how you say revealing. She's literally wearing kind of like a summer dress, Nana, but she does got cleave. That's about it. It was that was later uh, in uh, the episode when I, I think she goes to see her dude, which we'll get uh, to that as well. So after the cookie lady thing, we see Portia and Hot Dog Dennis. You did not miss out uh, seeing this. They're back at the therapy, couples counseling. Hot Dog Dennis has got his sweatsuit on. I mean, he's always got a running suit. I was just going to ask you, did he have that damn, was it a green one again? No, it was like, I think it was gray. And he's always got like a workout running suit. It's like, bro, you ain't doing any cardio. The only cardio he's doing is running away from commitment, you know? So he, and he sits there. He can't even sit up straight, Nana. He's just like, you know, he's just like the scolded kids. Like, man up. No. You're able to he's... put your hot dog in other buns. You should be able to sit up straight, own it. Yeah, he is just, he's a piece. Yeah. I have no time for him. So I'm sorry I didn't get to see this one. It sounds really good. I do. I went forward then, and I'm taping it for Sunday, mm -hmm. Sunday night, and then the newest one. Yep. So they always show a few of the mm -hmm. clips or a few of the episodes prior, so I will be able to see it. But, yeah, I was so mad I couldn't. I kept trying to get back on to Bravo. It would show me 
um, once like three episodes before. That's yeah, okay, Dana. I feel like you're I gonna feel bad. Tell us all the technical stuff about why you couldn't get to Bravo TV, but it's okay because we got two episodes of Vanderpump that you did see. But she's like, and then I would go there, and then I saw a real revealing dress, and then it said, "Oh no, you can't watch Eileen." And Eileen was like, "I just, oh no, no, <laughs> fail, fail." It's okay, Nana. We forgive you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, you didn't miss much with the couple's counseling. Dennis doesn't get it. He's never going to get it. He clearly doesn't get it even now that the show has, the season has wrapped. Uh. Um, so poor Portia. I mean, oh goodness. Okay. So here's an interesting thing I'd like to get your take on Nana because you are a mother and a grandmother. Now, pre in previous seasons, <clears throat> Candy's mom, Mama Joyce, uh, you don't know a lot about Mama Joyce because this is your first season with Atlanta, but... Her and Candy's husband, Todd, she wasn't a fan. Mama Joyce will, she will pop off. Mama Joyce has threatened to, you know, drag people, beat up one of Candy's friends. Mama Joyce uh, sometimes hears the beat of her own drummer, and she's just, that's Mama Joyce. So her and mm. Todd didn't always get along. I think she was worried that Todd was in it for Candy's money. She didn't trust him. Um, I think probably she just hasn't liked Candy's exes in the past. And sometimes Mama Joyce can just be too into Candy's business. Now, there was talk about uh, beneficiaries if something happens to Candy um, or, or something happens to Mama Joyce. Uh, they were talking about list. She listed Riley as a beneficiary <clears throat> rather than Todd. I think that was the talk um, because Mama Joyce wasn't completely positive that if something did happen to Candy, that Todd would make sure that Riley was taken care of financially. <clears throat> now, I'd like to get your opinion on that, um, because for me, I thought in that moment, as much as, you know, I don't always agree with Mama Joyce. I love myself some Mama Joyce on the show. But I think as a grandma, yeah, I actually in this uh, aspect I agree no. with her because Riley would be now you know Candy and Todd have two children together and then Todd has yes. a kid from a previous relationship now if something happens to Candy I don't blame Mama Joyce as Riley's grandma to be like well what if you never know because I talked about this on the Bravo breakdown with Jolene that I do for TV Co on Tuesdays and I said me and Nana have seen firsthand what death and money will do and it'll p tear a family apart so I think Mama Joyce, you know, it's good that she's looking out for Riley because you don't know I how do someone will act until it happens. I had just just a small piece of advice, and it's it came from our attorney, and he told me, my sisters, my brother, to write down all the time that you're over at dad's taking care of them, times you take them to the doctor, write these times down, document everything. And my famous last words were, my family's not like that. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't the case. That's not, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it just takes one bad apple that isn't blood. I'll just put it that way. That um, can just, it's just terrible because we know you can't take this with you. You're, you know, when you die, you go with nothing. Yeah. Just like you come into this world with nothing, mm -hmm. unless you're born into money with a silver spoon in your mouth. But even that, you 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 leave this world with nothing. So, um, to fight over that, um, it's very sad. Yeah. So I, so I just, <clears throat> I, I, Mama Joyce, you did the right thing. Yeah. You got to protect those kiddos. And I was very honest during the Bravo breakdown with Jolene. If you guys joined me on TV Co. 
we had my mom, both of her parents, I'll say, because I know Nana won't say it because she's too nice, but I'll say it. Well, um, just wait before you say anything. Oh, well, I mean, it was over your parents oh, yes. uh, passing away, and you had a sibling who had an asshole for a husband, and he wanted to come in where, you know, you're the oldest person, and you are the um, estate, what do they call it? The, um, the executor. The and it's just... And you're talking about a house that was probably worth, what, a hundred and some thousand bucks? 200,000 bucks? Something like that. It, no one's getting rich over this. People pass away... Nana's job as the oldest child of four was to split it evenly between all the kids. That was what she wanted to do. Someone else came in and said, I would want to do this and tried to tear it up. Nana said, no, keeping my parents' wishes. And the family fell apart over that. So you just don't know. You don't know because it does. I mean, people's feelings get hurt. Um, I don't, it's just very sad. I mean, all you try to do as an executor or as the oldest child, if you're put into that position, is to keep things even. Mm-hmm. And if you keep things even, like my mom and dad always did, then it worked out. Yeah. But And in the long run, yes, it certainly worked out because it's my way or the highway. So, <laughs> And we don't have to you talk know. to uh, uh, an asshole family member anymore who we're not even related to through blood. So that's great. But that's the thing. If someone passes, people act super weird. You would think if your wife's f- father and mother passed away, the last thing you'd be thinking about is trying to get rich off their stuff. You would be mourning with the rest of the family, but there are some people. And so you never know, you know, with Todd, I think he's a good guy, but you know, when you're looking at, let's say maybe him and Riley don't have the best relationship. Maybe we don't see certain things on the show. Maybe they're a little, right. little distant. That's true. Maybe this huge chunk of money he gives to his kids who he has um, with Candy and then his daughter Kayla and Riley gets nothing. You know, I think a lot of yeah. families can relate to this because I know when I was talking about it on Tuesday on the Bravo Breakdown with Jolene, uh, we, a lot of people were saying that happened to my family, happened to my family. So yes. I think if anything, Nana, it, it's unfortunate that people's true colors really come out when people pass away and there's any amount of money involved. I know. I think I think my brother had said it best when he said, you know, they didn't owe us anything, which is true. Parents don't owe their kids anything. They feed them. They clothe them. They, you know, give them shelter. Yep. They give them a, a good upbringing. Um, and if you do that in your lifetime, you're a wonderful parent. Um, but my mom and dad's generation felt like they needed to leave you something, you know, and they're uh, leaving us something was the house and it was a beautiful house. It's a house that they built. So it's just, it's sad that it has to come to that because your life shouldn't be about what you're leaving people. And so with that, Jolene, I have a Macy's bill that I just paid <laughs> off. So you don't have to worry about Listen, that anymore. I think if you pass away, if people pass away, you don't have to pay your loved ones like your parents' debts. I think they try to get you to pay them, but you don't have to. Unless you're on that bill with them. And you better not put me on that bill, Nana, and I will not put you on you, my bill. No, nope, you are not, honey. Money. <laughs> you are not you are not on my Macy's. But I do want to mention too, and I think it and this comes from the heart. Um I paid off Macy's this last month. <laughs> <laughs> oh Nana, you're hilarious. I think it was Bonnie in the chat that said, spend all your money so you don't have anything there you to go. leave. And then there'll be no arguments and stuff. It's just it's never worth, you know. <laughs> 
a, a family's breaking up over. You know, it just money. isn't. It's and it's it. still, it breaks my heart what yeah. took place. And, you know, and we tried to rise up and, and um, keep going. You try to keep going, yeah, and you just know that in the end, the true people that are the ones that are missing out are those that left the family over, like, 20, 30 grand. You're missing out on everybody else, all the grandkids, all the people that have joined our family and all the wonderful events over some money. So good luck to you. Good luck to you. Nana's nicer than mm-hmm. I am. I'm more like, deuces, see you later. Don't hurt my mom. Well, but <laughs> but when I was younger, I was more feisty. Mm-hmm about it and as the time has gone on I'm just like and I'm not defeatist attitude it's just like oh come on just you know not that I want that particular person back in my life but I certainly would want one of them but of course you let's yeah you that's your kind sibling, of but you know sometimes your siblings right. marry assholes and unfortunately we can't pick who our siblings marry I got lucky I got one brother and I love my sister-in-law and so Thank goodness, mm-hmm. but I feel bad for people who have more than one sibling because there's a good chance they're going to marry an asshole because there's a lot out there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I know. I have just yeah, I have wonderful sister-in-laws and, and yeah. brother-in-laws, and and it just it does break your heart when one bad apple don't yep. spoil the whole bunch. Girl, Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. Yes, one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch. Girl. Yes. So okay, okay. So back to so I thought yeah, so I I could really see where Mama Joyce was coming from in this respect. Now, I think it was most definitely Heather in the chat was asking, should mom of Joyce have told Todd everything? No, no. You're just kind of stirring the pot, I think. Or should Candy have told Todd everything? I'm sorry. No, no. Don't because it's just stirring the pot too much. If mom of Joyce wants to make Riley a beneficiary for whatever reason she does that, just let her and move on because they've made so much progress. That's her business. Mm -hmm. That's her business who she wants to leave it to, you know? Like I said, you don't have to pay Macy's. Um, and I got Kohl's paid off, too. It is a well, new day. Every time Dad has a couple too many Coors Banquet beers, he tells me he's leaving me his records. I said, bro, I am not a hipster. I do not own a record player. I do not want your damn records. Cold, hard cash, sir, or nothing. <laughs> Bill wants the records, but Bill is getting the nativity set because he seemed to really like it a little bit more than you. The nativity um, set? Yeah. <laughs> And when I told your brother, I mean, the kid is so funny. When I told him, I says, no, Bill, I can put a little note on it saying that Bill would like this. He goes, I'm counting the days. <laughs> he goes, really? Really, Mom? Why do we have to talk about this? I says, because you know what happens in families, but we don't have that kind of stuff to fight over, you know. Does anyone want my Archie comic books? I actually Maybe would. S- I actually would. Really? Yeah, okay, sure. cuz otherwise I was going to throw it out there for the chat. Yeah. No. Bonnie, you want my <laughs> Archie comic books? Nana. Remember when they were 12 cents? <laughs> Nana's going to start bequeathing all of her stuff out now. Um okay. So, uh what else do we have to talk about in this episode? All right, I talked about how Kenya and Mark had an odd scene and then uh he's just a dick and I'm so happy they're not together anymore. Okay. Here's the thing, Nana. Cynthia went to L.A. to visit Mike, you know, her boyfriend, her little uh, yes. boyfriend. His daughter was there. Apparently, there's a whole backstory to Mike. And now I'm like, run, Cynthia, run. He w- He's writing a book. Maybe it's out now. I don't know. Um, where he used to be pretty uh, a big cheater. He cheated on everybody. So he had some – he only has girl- – Okay. So he's, he has a history of cheating, right? Exhibit A. All right. I'm going to be okay. the prosecution. It's a history of cheating. Exhibit A. Exhibit B – he only has girls, women for friends. 
Oh, there's a problem there. That's so warning, warning, warning. So then warning Cynthia comes to his house. One of his daughters is there who's, I think, about to turn 18. I think she's going to be going to college if she's not a freshman in college already. And okay. he has all these girlfriends over. And Cynthia's like, wow, you have all attractive girlfriends. They start talking about his past. His daughter sitting there. So that means he's talking about cheating and not respecting her mom and so she oh. kind of is sitting there it's so awkward and then he goes why don't you go up to your room she goes up to her room he goes to check on her and she is crying and oh. it was just like a really sad it's like dude did you have to say that in front of her and also maybe she didn't like sometimes i, I worry about these situations on housewives and stuff did your kids want you to put that much information out there into the world and now no. think about how hard it would be for a daughter to see her father go but this one's the one i finally found who i can respect and love and be and be faithful to but all the ones before i i couldn't that's you're talking about her mother, her mother. Oh, I know. I that That's horrible. And it sounds as though, I didn't see it, but from what you've explained, it sounds as though he was trying to be cool in front of her friends. And you don't come his off friends, cool acting friends. like that. Yeah, His friends, I'm sorry. Well, I think I'm he sorry. was excited about his book and how he's overcome. Here's the deal. Unless you went to extensive therapy to figure out why you're so selfish and narcissistic that you yeah. ruin other people's lives just to get your your boner on, I don't think you've changed. What do you think? If you're if you've cheated your whole life, but now, I mean, maybe he did go through some hardcore therapy. Maybe he went to like some kind of I don't know ranch where they teach you how to use your boner in the appropriate ways. But it doesn't seem like it seems like he's just that type of guy who's probably just marketing off, you know, his past and going to make money off of it by writing this book and talking about I used to be this guy, but now all of a sudden you're going to change for Cynthia. How do we know? Do enough people know who he is? I mean, who does he think he is? He's not a Stasi. I went to Target looking for Stasi's book. You did Couldn't not. Find it. I did Anna, too. I'll buy it for you. You said that, but you said you'd buy it for my birthday, and I said I wanted something better than that. I'll buy so it for I Easter. Can... <laughs> I'll put it in your Easter basket, girl. What says it better? Christ is risen with Stasi. <laughs> Thank you. That with sounds Stassi just great. About the first time she had sex with a full bush. Christ is born. Christ. Uh, yeah, no. Mm -mm. But why? Why would that be so bad? I guess it would. I mean, I guess it would. I mean, I mean, maybe in her generation, my generation, that's all we saw. Oh, you mean the full bush? I thought you were talking yeah. about the sex on Easter. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. We're deviating from. <laughs> you want you want to deviate a little further? It's kind of funny because oh, sure. I you know wanted to be a nun and up until sixth grade, blah blah blah. And then I lost my virginity on Good Friday. Oh, that's not very you good. Lost your virginity on Good Friday, Nana? You did. It was a Good enough. Friday. Oh God! It better be to Dad. If it's not, don't share the story. Don't share. The story no, I wouldn't class. share the story if it wasn't with Dad. Okay, jeez, Louise. Oh, and then I was born. Isn't that <laughs> funny though? Good Friday. I mean, you wait and wait all your life. You know, I was one of the last of my girlfriends, except for Debbie G. And um, <laughs> Linda Burns is throwing you under the bus here. <laughs> no, honey, I'm just Linda's saying, you chat, know. By the way. Well, Linda, you know the story. She was there the night I lost it. Anyway. Jeez, um, you. Okay, boomer, calm so, down. So, but yeah, but Good Friday, do you remember that, Linda? I'd laugh. I mean, who loses it on Good Friday? 
A good I mean, Catholic I, does, Nana. A good, a good in quotes Catholic does on Good Friday. Now, if I got a tattoo, it would say something like Good Friday or something. I don't know. What did you give up for Lent that year? <laughs> Dick. It wasn't meat. It wasn't meat. <laughs> oh, my. Linda's in the chat. She says, yep, I remember. I know. <laughs> you know, you have those friends where you can just, you know, everything about them. Of course. I mean, she was in well, the next room, for Christ's sake. You're good. She was yeah. in the next room. What do you mean she knows? Sure she knows. Which sounds creepy. I go, she's family. And, of course, she was in the next room. Oh, you perfect. But, you know, well, we were young and we, Yeah. Nana. Anyway, um, Heather and New Dawn are saying, uh, Nana, you're doing a Mike Hill to Jolene right now. What he did to his daughter. Oh, you know what? I am. I am really sorry. <laughs> no, everyone's I didn't even... laughing about it. No one's serious. No, honey, I didn't even think about it like that. Jolene, I'm, I still got virginal parts. I'm saving myself. <laughs> no, as long as it was with my dad and not some, you're just like, oh, there was this guy, Tom. Oh, let me tell you about Tom. Tom was a good time. Be like, save Tom's penis for someone else who'd be interested in that conversation. No, <laughs> no, but it is funny. I mean, I, I thought it was, I don't know. I guess um, I. Nana, Linda Burke in the chat is saying uh, she was under the pool table. Uh, Nana. <laughs> I wasn't under the pool table. That was Nettie and Jim. You lost your virginity on a pool table? You no, <laughs> no. We always we always got the bathroom because it had the door. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not gonna be, ever be able to go to the bathroom again. You sick, <laughs> Linda? You got the partners mixed up because it was your boyfriend's house, so you guys always got the best. So then Nettie. Yeah, she's under the pool table. We got the door because I was shyer. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my. Could you even get a blanket? Could you get yourself a comforter? Have some rest. No, just kidding. I'm not going to slut shame my mom. That's not nice. That's, um, you know, and, and so, <laughs> it's all right, but really, Good Friday. I mean, I didn't want to go through life without a few more people knowing that. Um. <laughs> well, uh, Tammy is giving uh, a. Uh, $1.99 Super Chat. Thank you so much, Tammy. And she said, good Friday, oh. Nana. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, also, uh, I feel like a $2 Super Chat. I needed the laughs. It's been a long week. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very nice. Um, I can come up with some more slut stories if we make more money. You know the, you know the great thing, Nana? You're not a slut. Nobody's a slut. People can No, I understand that. I, they want. If they're two consenting adults who aren't hurting other people, unlike Mike right. Hill's past and Hot Dog Dennis, who cares? I know. I know. I know. you're a consenting teenager with another teenager, you sick F's. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I still got that bump on my head because my head kept hitting the toilet oh, bowl. Do you see it? It's right. No, Nana. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just had to throw that out You're there for you. You're killing me, Smalls. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Good to know. My parents, uh, to make me, they were in the sand, and when they lost it together, they were in a bathroom. Just a real quality love. Just real Honey, Romeo but... and Juliet, you know? <laughs> well, I guess they ended up dying, so their story isn't that great. Either. So theirs wasn't so hot. So yours, but I guess, is better yeah. than the dying. Oh, my God. Probably Neil Young was on. I'm sure he was. Anyway, <laughs> I know your dad was. <laughs> and like Linda Burke says, you're still with him. And we got a lot of people in the chat saying, hashtag oh. NyQuil Nana. NyQuil Nana has returned. And she is here oh. to tell you about her loins. <laughs> I know. I just, oh, my God. And it's so funny the things you think when you're first going to have sex. Isn't that? Those are funny things, aren't they? 
Well, you just anyway. don't know anything, so you're scared. You don't you don't know anything, no. right? And I certainly wasn't on any kind of birth control, and ugh. Oh, that because it was Good Friday, you were just praying. ouch. It was you were living on a prayer, you know, <laughs> living on a pullout and a prayer, Nana. That's what you were doing, <laughs> honey. There was no pullout. I told you, Linda got the pullout. We were in her boyfriend's basement. We didn't get that. Nana pulling out. Oh, pull! Oh, that kind of pullout. Oh, oh I sorry. Have to explain I, to my I thought you meant like the couch. You know those pullouts. No, <laughs> Pulling the wiener out. All right. <laughs> is it warm in here? <laughs> Tammy wants to know, does Paul agree to all this? No. My dad is so more, she's so much more shy. He would not like probably that we're talking about this. <laughs> Why would he? Honey, we're 65. I mean. Yeah, who cares? We're all going to die. Who what wants to matter? take this to the grave? This is funny stuff. This is funny stuff. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. I'm just after, you know, uh, pull out in a prayer, Nana, hashtag NyQuil, Nana, uh, hashtag yes. Good Friday, Nana. We got all kinds of good stuff uh, that I'll definitely need to add into my comedy routine now. Pull out in a prayer. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm worried about Cynthia with this Mike Hill situation, knowing that he is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, and that's all he's known. How do we know he's going to stay faithful to our dear Cynthia, the supermodel? Oh, well, honey, he's not going to. Oh. I mean, there's no... There's no way he's going to, um, only because of probably his past history and he's writing this book about it. And like I said, do enough people know who he really is that he could sell books? Listen, he's a sports guy. He's no Stephen A. Stephen A is a household name. I don't know Mike Hill. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Well, actually, I'm not sure he's a nice guy. I just said that to be nice. But I don't know Mike Hill. I know Stephen A. And I'm not even into sports. Uh, Maybe sports people know. But I asked Chell. Chell listens to all the sports talk. And he didn't know who he was. So I don't know. I don't know. All right, so that was basically the episode of Atlanta. Since you can't rate it, Nan, out of seven housewives, um, I'm going to give it a six. I thought it was, I just thought it was really good. We had a I mean, the cookie lady coming, the information we learned about Mike. I felt really bad for his daughter. The stuff with Mama Joyce I thought was important stuff to talk about. And um, unfortunately, we didn't see much okay. of NeNe. Oh, we didn't see any of NeNe. We didn't see any of Marlo, I don't think, either. So it was still oh, missing. I'm, so actually, I think I'll give it a five now that we're missing can, some can of I, faves. Can I still rate it, though, even on hearsay? Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you rate your first time, Nan, out of seven housewives? What would you rate it? <laughs> out of seven housewives, I had nothing to compare it to. And I, st I would still say, yeah, um, seven housewives, I'd give him a seven. But he could have got a blanket or a t or maybe a towel, okay. anything. I mean, okay. yeah, who knows what you guys, I mean, you know how often. It was people, the 70s, hello. Which means they probably had shag carpet on the ground that people peed on. Nana, you need to go take another bath. It hasn't been long enough. <laughs> people in the I'm starting to feel kind of dirty. <laughs> well, you should feel not dirty in the sense you think, but just dirty in the fact that you laid on the bathroom floor. But you know they what? We all have, we all, you know, yeah, everyone's got a story, I guess. Nana, that's your story. You got to write your book, living on a, a pull out and a prayer. Pull out and a prayer. I really love that. But can we do? Can we throw something out to the chat? Um, sure, I can do anything I want. I'm a co-host. Mm -hmm. um, what was the name of the street that you lost your virginity? What was the name Where of were the you? street? <laughs> yeah, I just want to know names so of the streets. So do you think everyone in the chat was just 
uh, in the street having the intercourse no, just because you're no, a dirty but what bird. street was what street was the house on? What street was the car parked on? What street? Yeah. What what's the street? Was the dumpster on? What street was the car Whatever. On? You know? We what what clearly did, we what can't the, judge. <laughs> what did the curb say? Yeah. No, I mean really. <laughs> I mean, don't people remember this? I always have these things in my head and I think to myself, I'm never going to forget this. Nana is rain man about her virginity. <laughs> she is just a watch mop in her bathroom floor, 1970, whatever. Yeah. Nana's, uh, rain man, virginity rain man. All right. Let's see. Okay. Right. So let us know if you want to. Nana, for some reason, I don't know. She's, she's got some odd obsession but with it. She's coming up with the out. I'll start it out. Oh, okay. She wants to share. That's why she did it. Got it. Mat- Matilda. Matilda now, Street. You you could have been named Matilda. Wouldn't you rather have Sandy? I mean, come on. <laughs> you would have called me Maddie. Uh, Matilda. So Matilda. in the chat, people are rating the episode. Bonnie says 6.89. Heather says 5. Shauna says 5.55. 5. 5.5. 5. So we're seeing okay. a lot of 5s. 5.5, so it's a good episode. Um, as far as virginity, the streets, they lost it on. We have Tammy here, oh, good. Lighthouse Lane, Bonnie, oh. Berkeley oh. Avenue in California. Oh. Bonnie, you're fancy. Oh, you're fancy, Bonnie, girl. I'm impressed, baby girl. Uh, Berkeley. Fonda says, wow, Nana, some of us haven't done it yet. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Fonda. When you do it, come talk to me. We'll talk. Heather says, I have no idea it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so nana's got uh i like it rate it but she wants to know where you lost your virginity and now just speaking of um people that bang on bathroom floors the vanderpump rules kids are up next yes we love those kids mm-hmm. you know all of them lost their virginity in a damn dumpster and with each other because i forgot I had something pop up on my YouTube feed, like a video, and I forgot Katie, before Kristen dated Carter, Katie and him had a one-night stand years before, before she met Tom Schwartz. Oh, really? Yeah, which makes it more interesting now that she hates him and they fought. Well, doesn't Katie look a lot older this season? I know we're all getting older and stuff, but she does. Really? To me, Katie... She looks older. I think she looks angrier. I do. She is. She is an angry little wench, isn't she? I mean, I like her, but she's just, she, Katie, you are just, you're getting kind of mean and ornery. That shouldn't happen until your 60s, baby. Well, when you're not happy, you know, I mean, clearly something's not going right. Uh, we saw yeah. in episodes, you know, when James Kennedy finally returned, we'll get to the first episode. Uh, we'll get to the episode five first, but in episode six, when James Kennedy returned, he's like, what's she doing in Valley Village? Now they got a home. Now they're in the Valley. Oh, yeah. She, and then she's teaching herself how to knit um knitting is fine but you are a rich woman and you should be branching off in other businesses and things which i thought she was with makeup and such but maybe not and maybe that's but she's but she's sitting home knitting well okay it's not for all of us Mm -hmm. um but if i was her and looked that good and that young and i would be out there on the bathroom floor that's for you. Ped- <laughs> I'd be peddling something. Yeah. All right. So the first episode we're going to break down is Grumpy Old Men. We'll just hit the highlights, Nana. Uh, Jackson, Brittany's dual bachelor bachelorette party uh, trip charges on as Sandoval Schwartz and Jax and Bo plan a surprise disguise. They dressed up like old guys for the girls while Stassi finds herself caught in the middle of a friendship ending fight between Katie and Kristen. Back at Sir, Danica warns 
Dana about Max's reputation as a womanizer while Lisa Vanderpump must decide whether to allow volatile James Kennedy to DJ. So what did you think about the guys dressing up as old men to go to the club? What did you think about the whole, um, you know, strip clubs, everything? I thought they were reaching when they were, and, and they said that they had Hollywood uh, makeup artists at their home to make them look older. Some of them look good. Some of them look like, I mean, they might as well put a plastic uh, mask on. Jax was the ugliest old dude I think I've ever seen in my life. Well, it just wasn't funny. It wasn't. It was stupid. It was really stupid. It was, again, just them, uh, this extra. You're doing too much. It's too much. I didn't care. I mean, they could have gone just as themselves or worn those. Of course, they didn't introduce their Tom Tom outfits yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just thought it, it was stupid. Yeah. And then the girls, oh, is that them? Oh, are you kidding? Like Shonda said, Jax was a scary serial killer old man. He really is with those serial killer eyes of his. And then oh. um, <clears throat> what did you think of Tom Schwartz taking his pants off? We're seeing his old man tidy whities at the club over by Katie. And Katie's like, ah, don't get it too close to me. Ah, Bubba, ah. I know. I just, yeah. Um, he drinks too much for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Not you know, he really does. Seem quite happy. And then, no, let's see, we no. saw Kristen and Katie. So we saw the aftermath of Kristen saying, oh, when I was there for her, when Schwartz was cheating on her, and Katie's like, how dare you? And then they get to the club. Kristen tries to talk to Schwartz or be near him. And Katie pulls a very high school move of like, she's like this, and you can't talk to her kind of being, you know, I don't know. And what did she say? She's cut off or she's... Yeah, she's cut off. Cut off, I think, is how she put it. And that was so high school. It was like, really, you guys? Okay. So those... Oh, and then Jack's the next day pulling on his face, trying to get the when makeup off. told him not to, and they come in, no. And I'm like, Brittany, there you go. There's more proof that he's always going to do the wrong thing. He's never going to do the right thing. He doesn't follow direction. Nope. At all. Um... Most men have trouble with that, except for on Good Friday. Except for on Good but Friday yes. in bathrooms. But, <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know what made me want to talk about that. Because Probably Easter coming up. You're fun. You're a good time, <laughs> Nana. That's all I know. You're the same as me. We're good times. Um, okay. So Heather's saying the editors deserve an Emmy for their flashbacks of Jackson Tom Schwartz not liking the strip club. Now, how funny was that when they both are pretending that that's just uh, then why are you even going like honey like, oh, i know it's not my thing as he's literally playing the guitar with one of the strippers labias and legs like really jack i know you don't like it and what way to like put down those women you were all i felt they're the ones that didn't want to probably dance with you but you had the cash money but just think of having to yeah. do a lap dance for creepy-eyed serial killer Jax, who's sitting there with glasses going, she's like, like, I have a dark soul, or whatever he said. I know. He said something about he's dead inside, oh. or something, my eyes are dead, or I, you know what? I'm surprised uh, his dick isn't dead. It should have fell off a long time ago. He's been using yeah. that thing, like, just, oh. Well, that's all right, Brittany's not going to need it anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> Get that money, get that money. But yeah, so that I and then Schwartz saying that to Katie, it's like yeah, the guys who do too much and say that kind of stuff are the ones you got to worry about. The ones who are oh. just more forthcoming, you don't got to worry Abs- about them because they're telling you. Jack, absolutely, can't even be honest when he's given permission to do the thing. 
he still can't be honest about it. When he's given permission. That's just silly. I know. And he puts down other women. He puts down the women. We see that later on, too, when he says in the next episode about Dana, like, well, she's not my type. She's blonde. not my type. And then the editors pull up the flashbacks of him dating nothing but blondes. Nothing but blondes. Stassi. Bro, you lie so much, you don't even realize you're lying. You're the worst. But you've met people like that, haven't you, where they lie so much they start to believe their own oh, lies? I've dated people like that for long <laughs> periods of time. My 20s were spent with dudes like that. Oh, God. And but, then, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah, there's pe- people out there that just will, you know, go to the mat with it. They mm-hmm. believe it. They believe these lies. And But th- like you said, and you've said it in different episodes, that the editing was fabulous. I mean, yeah. that they would throw this back. They're and killing it you know, this season. They're, eh? they're very oh. – I don't know who does, does the editing. I should – you know, watch that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they do a fabulous job. Yeah, shout out to you guys because you guys are. I mean, some of this cast is disgusting, but um, I can't stop watching because the editing's so good. It's so funny, and they're really, you know, calling a lot of the people out when they're just talking. Absolutely, you know, just saying bullshit. Um, then we have the whole, you know, Katie telling Schwartz what was said at dinner, what Ariana thinks, what Sandoval thinks. And then Schwartz oh. is always in the middle of this. I love Tom Sandoval, but I also love Katie. And then they have this moment when they're all drunk and I guess Katie went to bed and they're in their old man face and they have a talk and Sandoval can't seem to get over himself. Schwartz does a really good job of just saying, no, we got to talk about this, blah, 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 excuse me. And, um... Yes. You know, then finally I think they agree, like, Sandoval's like, yeah, well, Schwartz knows how to handle me. Well, that shouldn't be what you necessarily look for in a friend. You should be easier to handle and not throw him under the bus. And if you have a problem with the way he runs things or his personality style, you should probably tell him. Well, it just seems in Sandoval's life that everything has to go through him Mm -hmm. and that Schwartz's ideas or decisions mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's almost like he's kind of the joke. Isn't that, he's just the, uh, the second Tom yeah. to Tom's yeah. number one guy. So I uh, kind of feel uh, uh, for that. But they had a moment, and then they all had a group hug with Ariana, the two of them. And Ariana's like, you guys stink. Uh, <laughs> which I was like, yeah. they probably do. They probably, they probably do. They probably do. Okay, so the Katie and Kristen, they're at odds. Stassi and Kristen kind of make up, and they have a moment, which is good. I think it was this episode that that happened. Then Danica comes in with the warning to Dana about Max, which, yeah, Max sucks. I am not, you know, run from Max. He's oh, nothing. What? Sucks. He's no prize. No. He's no prize. He's no prize. Oh. He's running. He's another Jax. He's like Jax 2.0 running around. He is too. You know, making promises he can't keep. Just forgetting what he texted to women. I yeah. mean, stop it. And then throwing You're Sheena not- under the bus, even though Sheena is being ridiculous. I love that a couple episodes oh. ago she came with the receipts. Like, no, dude. You liked me. See, and I didn't know what they were called. When you said receipts, I think of like a, a grocery store mm-hmm. receipt, a Target receipt, where you go, where you're just walking out of the store, going, "Oh, they, oh, they charge me wrong in this. Now I got to go back." That's what kind of receipts I'm talking about. Not the idea of saving tax. Yes. And why wouldn't you just say saving tax? Because receipts just means proof of your argument. So any receipt oh. you have, whether it's okay. you know, um, 
this person okay. saw this, this text, this picture, this, you know, okay. social media post, here's my receipts. It's just an easier way of saying it. I just I, didn't know what that, I didn't know what that meant. And I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. It okay. started on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. They were saying provide receipts because Real Housewives of Atlanta, they literally are the people that, uh, I mean, it is the cast that narrates like what ends up being cool, fun dialogue. It really is. You know, when you're talking about reads, like now becomes, an, you know, everyone's talking about getting read or reading someone in receipts, but it all originates oh, okay. on Atlanta because none of these other franchises are using any kind of like fun okay. um, dialogue when it comes to that kind of thing. So Atlanta's always the, they're always the OGs of all the fun terms and stuff. I, I'm loving Vanderpump Rules much better than any of my housewives. Mm-hmm. I really am because I didn't think this new cast was going to bring anything to the table. But meshing them and melding them together with the old staff, it's really good laughs. Well, I think I do. there is some potential with Danica because she's just she's out there. And she seems to be someone I, who's just going to be as crazy as she is wearing her, you know, fishnet see-through outfit, trying to be the manager at 22 and then giving Dana uh, advice about <laughs> Max and oh only my because God. she's friends with Sheena. And I love, I mean, I love Dana. I think she is a force to be reckoned with and she stands up for herself. I like that. Yeah. Um, that fishnet outfit, that was bad, even though it was one of my favorite colors, lime green. Yeah. Um, I love that color. Um, but yeah, is she just, yeah, she didn't, what did, I mean, oh, she looked God, great, but I mean, well, it they, looked very Dorit. Dorit had an outfit like that and she sells uh, it Beverly Beach by Dorit. She has her own little outfit <laughs> like that. Oh, PK, I've made a fishnet outfit. Don't pay your bills, PK. It's fine. I'm going to make more Beverly Beach by Dorit. Kyle's going to buy two. You know, nobody cares. Um, you sound just like Oh, your, I love to read. Uh, I don't have an accent, PK. I love my son better than my daughter. There is, <laughs> everyone oh. teases her online because she's like, acts like the son is the pinnacle, the, the sun, oh. the stars. And then, you know, she loves the daughter, but the daughter's like, oh, yeah, then, then that one. But the son, oh, he's just so great. Oh, PK. No, I'm from Vermont. I think it's Vermont or some kind of East Coast area. I don't have an accent. It's my husband. Oh, okay. my God. You could just, yeah. Can't stand her. I wish they'd get rid of her on this show, but oh, well. Oh, they won't. Um, okay, so then they kind of tie won't. up the whole trip. Um, you know, Miami, Brittany, best bachelor, bachelorette ever. And then they have their giant faces come out to them. Get over yourself. <sighs> I just want them both to be recast. Wasn't, weren't they good pictures, though, of both of them? Great. They both photographed super well unfortunately they're just i don't want to watch them anymore well Brittany has had some work done well those eyebrows are sitting high nana they're sitting high i mean i love her eyebrows i like mm-hmm. her look but she's yeah she's had some work done now there's no one in this damn town that hasn't had work done even as young as Brittany, where she wouldn't even need anything obviously she got the boot oh no jacks you know jacks wasn't going to make a commitment till he had some tiggo bitties in his face remember how Brittany looked when she first popped on the scene gorgeous. yes gorgeous yes you know fresh face young and then jacks is like we're gonna put some d's on her uh double d's g's i don't know what those things are and i then know why eyebrows are just oh. like this and then the titties are up to her chin and oh he ruined really her. he ruined her 
Way to go, Jax. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Which Thanks, Jax. Into Pride. Uh, so episode six oh. of Pride's showing. I liked this episode because Dana finally started to be like, no, Sheena. Are you 34 or are you 16? <gasps> Was that the best? Loved it. And then when Sheena took best the, line. the um, hit on her inhaler. Oh, God. What's this? I know. What is that? I know. It's because Sheena knows she's wrong. And finally, after all these people are calling her out, including Lisa Vanderpump, who they're at yeah. Lisa's house making signs. Lisa's like, are you int- intimidated? Are you threatened? Are you jealous? She's like, why is everyone saying? You wouldn't be crying and so hysterical unless there was truth I know. to that. First, she tried to do the whole, like, and then her face went all these different, like, uh, weird expressions. And then she started She's crying. A- I'm just sick of her taking all my friends. Girl, what are you talking about? I know. 16 or 34. It was so good. It was so good. It was, it was the best line ever. It really was. Yeah. And I like that they're in the back alley because I know where that back alley is and I've seen that back alley. You've been there, Nana. We, we were there. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was kind of cool because it really is a back alley. It's just an alley, that's a, and there's yeah. random chairs back there, and it's it's nothing special, but that's where some of the best scenes in Vanderpump history happen right there. And I think Dana needed to do this. She needed to call out Sheena, who now is the quote-unquote top dog, head gal, HBIC. <sighs> but the thing with Sheena, Sheena can't, she can't be a Stasi. You can't be a Stasi because you don't stand by, no. you don't mean what you say, you don't say what you mean. You just, you, you fake the funk, you're wishy-washy, and you just can't do it. So Dana needed to assert herself exactly like she did and be like, here's the deal. I'm sick of this shit. You're not going to I know. It was me. good. You're not going to do any but, of this. But what? But the, the girl can sing. Oh, sh- oh my gosh, Nana. Chell and I were kind of watching this episode. He was in and out watching it. And when she was It was so bad. On the bar. Oh, honey, it was so bad. I felt bad for her. I think she might be deaf or something. She's got some I know. issues because she's like, Hey, we're getting out of I thought, oh, my God. It was the worst. It was the worst I've ever heard. And I've been to a lot of karaoke bars, and that, that was the worst. Karaoke, did you call it? Karaoke. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, we call it karaoke. <laughs> karaoke? Do you guys call it what? It's karaoke. 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 Not karaoke. I don't know what that is. That's some weird drug you were doing in the bathroom in the 70s while you're on the floor looking up at the side like, Paul, the stars are beautiful. He's like, Eileen, that's a popcorn ceiling. Calm down. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Nana, but karaoke. I I think I would argue to say anyone's a better singer than Sheena. I would argue to say Kim Zolciak is a better singer than Sheena. I mean, Kari- karaoke? Yeah, karaoke? Karaoke. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was car. What? How Karo- did I you say? You said it was karaoke. Karaoke. That's how. What? <laughs> it's karaoke. All right, let's take a vote. Um, karaoke. I thought it was karaoke. Sorry. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. I got a whiff of tidy bowl and I always get hot. Anyway. <laughs> tidy bowl. <laughs> it was, you know, a call back. Ba-doom, boom. Anyway. So Dana confronting Sheena. Sheena actually then is like, you know what? I'm sorry. Because she knows oh. she's not she's not that bitch. You are trying to be that bitch, but you're not that bitch. You're not that one that can stand by what they say and really own it. You know you're wrong. You know you're being a jealous freak. You know you just want to be her friend she's, deep down and wear her skin. So just be that Sheena. She's Sheena is the absolute worst. And once she was <laughs> dancing, 
she was dancing and singing whatever you said. Because we're good as gold. We're good as gold. It was like a cat barf. Oh, that's what it, it was like. so bad. Tilly goes oh, before she throws up, and that was Sheena singing. <laughs> it's not karaoke. It's karaoke. Karaoke. That just shows I think, what can no. happen with um, those like um, sounds. Uh, what do they call yes. them? Mode synthesizers. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they can fix your voice. You know, she. They can like little John you. I want to get back to this on another episode with this karaoke Auto because. Tune. Sorry, Nana. Go ahead. Okay, because on Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, I know Jim Walsh when he brought it into the Peach Pit to help Nat out. I know darn well he said karaoke. Well, so Walsh, well, let's see. Walsh was also from Minnesota, so maybe it's a Minnesota thing because I do remember oh! when I lived there. I said karaoke, or I said something weird, but I say a lot of things different. Like when I came oh. to LA and I said, "Where, where's your cash machine? And everyone was like, cash machine? I go, yeah, where you take money yeah. from your cash machine. They go, you mean ATM? And I said, oh, you don't, no one calls it a cash machine? No. And Chell, when I first said it to him, he didn't know what the hell a cash machine was. He goes, an ATM. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's more specific I don't, to say cash machine. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's an ATM. Oh, I yeah. call it that. Yeah, it's always going to be the cash machine. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your cash? From a machine. But it's just, you know, wherever you live, you have your little sayings, you know, certain areas of the country and the world and stuff. So I think maybe it's a Minnesota thing, karaoke. I don't know. Maybe other Minnesotans can chime in. I know Linda Burke says it's always been karaoke to her, too. So croaky. Yeah. I mean, that's how we've always said it, karaoke. But I wouldn't listen to much that Linda and I have to say. Speaking of cash machines, we're going back out to Laughlin. Linda's coming with us. And the first time I went out there, I was out there with just Linda. And this it's a it's a short story. Trust me. Okay. I Second, was getting comfy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get comfy then. Mm-hmm. Second day in, Linda and I are out of money. And we didn't want to do the cash machine because... They take, you can only get so much a day, number one. It takes you two days to get authorized to write a check at the casino. So we needed to get some cash because we were out of money and we were going to be there another two days. cash for gold? No, you don't. What is that? Bring some gold and get some cash. Oh, honey, I don't have any gold. (laughs) Not even in my teeth. That's silver. Okay. Um, (laughs) So Linda and I got in a cab and they took us over... The bridge to our banks, our respective banks. He went to Wells Fargo for me and U.S. Bank for Linda. And the guy was really funny, the cab driver. He goes, where, where are we going, ladies? And I said, Linda, you got the pantyhose? Because we are going to put it on and walk in the bank. Oh, he had to be there. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was pretty funny. He was a funny guy. But, yeah, so second day in, what are we you doing? You didn't We're... in the bathroom, did you? <laughs> oh, God. God, no. I, Rule of thumb, they have to outweigh you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, He was a little bit of guy. Yeah. Um, But anyway, it was really funny because second day in, Laughlin, there we are driving across the bridge. Uh, I don't know what the taxi cab cost, but it was was one of the most fun experiences. And I've had a lot of fun experiences with Linda, but that was a good one. Okay. So you got your cash and you were able to gamble more. Spend more, yes. Linda's in the chat. She said that was fun, Nana. So, yep. It was the best. It really was the best. The guy, and, you know, we had to laugh because later on at the casino, there's our cab driver playing. So He took the money you gave him. It's just a constant circle of money we do, and we just give each other. We tip each other. We pay each other. We're it's, all, it's, yeah. 
It's a circle of life. The honey. rich get richer, Nana. All right. Um, Jess Higginbotham in the chat is saying, we all know Sheena Shea is tone deaf. Wish I was when she was singing at Pride. I was embarrassed for her. I was embarrassed for her too. It's cringy every time she tries to sing. Her and Lala did some promo for a movie that um, Tony oh. Haddish is in and someone else. Um, and I think Selma Hayek is in that movie as well. And they sang some song and it was on Bravo. And I'm just like, can it? Oh. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Not everyone's supposed to sing. Listen, Sheena, you're tiny. You can go do some modeling, Fashion Nova, whatever they do on the Instagrams. I'm not going to do that stuff. I know my place in this world. I'm not a model. So I do what I'm, what I'm good at. Now, I know it's subjective, but I do comedy. I don't sing because I'm not a singer. So just because you get a little notoriety, just because you always want to do something, doesn't mean you should do it, Okay. Right. I, I'm, I totally understand that. She's up there. She's on the bar. Um, a little too old to be doing that. It but, was a flashback oh, a- to a previous season when, not a flashback, but it was like uh, paying homage almost or something to when she did it years ago when the song first came out. Right. But that was she's during living in the Pride past. Week. Yeah, she's That living. was during Pride Week, She yes. needs to progress. So, I, you know, that's the thing with Sheen and Anna, and I don't know if you agree with this, but she's just stuck in this rut of the past of being like, I'm going to date all these guys and, and they're my best friends. And like, I don't care. Like, I don't want a commitment, but like, I do want a commitment, but like, who's that bitch talking to him? But like, I don't care. But like, really, is that what she's wearing? She's, if you're 34 and you're doing this, you know, egg stuff, she's freezing her eggs, you know, and then she's trying to blame that. And I love that, that Dana didn't let her, because she's, she was like, I'm going through a lot. And Dana goes, we're all going through a lot. And that's true. Yeah. She says, I'm, I'm right. I'm going through a lot too. Mm -hmm. So how is she, how is she freezing her eggs? That's just too damn funny. I don't think she is doing that. She was. I think she just. I think she was. Because she was talking about trying to smoke. How do you still smoke weed and do the egg thing? Because you got to give yourself shots. And there's, it's a whole process. And it can be very difficult, you know, for women. Um, But it's just with her, there's something so disingenuous constantly with her that it's hard. No. I mean, she makes pretty good TV. But other than that, I'm just like, ooh, girl needs a clue. Girl needs a clue. That was so good. Okay, let's go to Pride. Wait, we're still on Pride? Yeah. Pride Day? James you're came so back. Cl- Honey, you're so close to that. Did you guys walk down there at all? Or? No, we normally, because it gets so crazy. Um, it does look crazy. Sometimes we'll walk down there, but we didn't. It's really hot, too. I'm older, yeah, you- Nana, and I don't drink, so you're dealing with people on the streets who are drunk. and it's. I like, get it. Eh, it's not that fun for me. Um, yeah, so no, we didn't go down there, but maybe this year you can come out here during Pride and I'll walk down there with you. I just thought that it just looked just crazy. It reminded me of, um, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it's crazy. In St. Paul. (laughs) And everybody, so everybody was dressed up. I liked the Toms. I liked their little outfit. I thought that was really cute. I did too. It seems that Katie and Ariana, you know, they're on good, you know, in Good spirit supporting their husbands. That was nice. We saw Ariana talking to Lisa again about her mental health, which I think is very vulnerable and cool of Ariana to do to share that because, you know, it's something she's I been struggling too. with a long time. And, you know, she, her and Lisa have mended their little tiff they had when Ariana got involved in the business side and, and got mad at Lisa thinking she was making a fool of them or teasing them. No, and and she had no right to to 
take Lisa on like that. I can see where she's standing up for her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't take on Lisa. What are you crazy? What are you crazy? So anyway, what gonna, are you crazy? You're going to be in radar online. Calm yourself, I girl. Mean, I mean, I wouldn't even take on Kim. So, I wouldn't take no. on Ken. Ken's like old mafia or something. There's something about Ken because people still fear I him. Love he Ken. can't even lift his leg. But those dudes look like they look really like he can call some people or something. I love Ken. I think Ken's darling. But yeah, what you don't say that to Lisa. You don't come on to Lisa like that or mm-hmm. um but yeah, I like that Ariana did that too and talked to Lisa about it. Yeah. And Lisa always wants to one thing that I noticed, she wants to blame her depression on a particular event in her life where, you know, I think Lisey had it all along, but maybe this one, your brother committing suicide certainly would um, make you vulnerable Mm -hmm. to depression, but depression is depression and not just one thing sets you off. It well, just there doesn't. are some people, though, Nana, that just get like, um, like, like situational depression. There's people who have never, never suffered from it until something happens to them, and then it's based on a situation. So a lot of times, when you go to therapists and stuff, they'll say, "Do you think this is, you know, situational?" Um, even when you have depression, depression, sometimes your uh, episodes can be, you know, situational. Do you think it's part oh. of the depression, or do you think it is All based right. on a situation? So it it is um, totally possible for her to never experience that and not be. A depressed person and to go through something very traumatic and fall into a, a situational depression type situation. I, 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 I stand. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I, I stand corrected. I, I took um, psychology in 11th grade <laughs> and I asked a lot of questions, but that's only the days I came and speed my ass off on white crosses. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh gosh, Nana. Um, anyway, psychology. You're yeah, correct, I, yeah, you know. Yeah, so I, think, I suppose. Yeah, I think maybe yeah, Lisa I, had never experienced a true depressive may, episode, but oh, losing your okay. brother to suicide is definitely going to throw you into uh, depression. But um, I'm sure she went and you know sought out help or whatever and learned you know that it was um, situational. Where Ariana, she's someone who has dealt with this kind of stuff. It seems for a long time. We've seen this from her on lots of seasons. And so it's just that thing that, you know, we all struggle with. I know I myself struggle with, like, you know, you think when I get this, I'll be happy. When this happens, I'm happy. And then those things come, but yet you still feel that depression. And that's when there's a lot of, like, inner stuff to work on and all the stuff you can do. So, yeah. When she said that, I, Mm -hmm. I really related to that because I knew in my own heart how much drinking was bringing me down. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that the antidepressants and the alcohol were horrible together, ki- killing each other, Yeah, canceling each yeah. other out because alcohol is a depressant and then yeah. you're not really supposed to drink heavily on antidepressants. And when I was on Zoloft back in the day, I drank heavily on it would be like, why am I sick and sad? This isn't working. It's like, no bitch. It's because you drinking bottles of wine with it. That's why you're crying. Calm down. <laughs> I know. Eileen, put the Coronas down, Eileen. Yeah. Really? Okay. Bye-bye. It's just one of those things. Everyone has their own mental health journey, and Ariana is on hers. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, a lot of us would look at her. I know I would and think, God, I would think I was – if I had all the things she had, being money and – I mean, I wouldn't want Sandoval. I'm glad I have hype man husband shell because no thank you, sir. I do not want a guy that wears more makeup than me and is more into his looks than I am and – 
no. I just, I can't, I wouldn't be able to deal with Sandoval's, um, his ego. It's too much for me. It's too much. Uh, but with the house yeah. and being able to like, like, wow, they have money. She's able to publish a book. Yeah. I've always wanted to publish a book, but yet she still, it's, it doesn't matter. That's why comparison is the thief of joy. You can't compare yourself to other people. Wow. But I comparison? do it all the time, but I have oh. to remember. Yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. If you just wow. compare your life, you know, I think it's so much of it is, this is just me, you know, speculating. But um, for myself, I know it's that not being able to live in the moment and not being able to appreciate what you truly have. Um, and then you go to the darker place. And I know that I always struggle with being in the moment and being like, I get to, because, you know, your anxiety stems when you think too much about yesterday or too much about tomorrow. But if you truly focus on today, you know, it can um, help you a lot. But I, I've never been good at that. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I've but. really done a good, I've done a good job with my kids. That was very smart. <laughs> anyway, <Nana. laughs> it's going to come back to me somewhere. And no, that was, that was very insightful. And I just thought one year of psychology in 1971 <laughs> would put me kind of a little higher than what your thoughts were, Listen, but you seem you're not a little wrong, bit. Nana. No one's wrong in this situation. Everyone's oh, I think their... I was. So once we... I said it, I, I could say, oh, no, that's But we not only right. speak from our own journey and our own perspective. That's why we only learn when other people share their stories with us. That's how you learn about stuff. So whatever. You're not wrong. And you're super smart. Okay. Except for that oh. thing. You are really smart. You are. <laughs> So, no, what was wrong with the bathroom thing? I mean, you know, it was a private room. No, I'm just giving you shit. Listen, you got a, you got a place with the door. It wasn't under a pool table. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm going to be grateful for the little things. My parents didn't, you know, lose their virginity under a pool table. When they could have, they chose to go to the bathroom, which, you know what? Thank you. That's a class act. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, honey. And you know what? You they had those little planters in there with the lady's head. And then you, do you remember? Oh, you wouldn't remember those because they're 50, 60s. Are you talking about a cha-cha-cha-chia? Did you uh, have to no, it wasn't. cha-cha-chia? cha 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 didn't um, even be invented yet. This is, this is those vases. They're about this tall. Where am I? This tall. And then you put a plant in her head and it looks like part of her Hat or something. Really cool. I like it that. is very cool. Right they on. they are very cool. But I remember looking up at that, going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> "This is what we've been talking about." This is what this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, I um, hope they get better at this. <laughs> I think I'll paint the ceiling white. Yeah. No, stop it. Anyway. But anyway. Yeah, so back to yeah. you know, off of our um, our funny little callbacks here. But thank you. But thank it was you. a serious moment for Ariana to share and her sharing that she wanted to drive her car off. I think she, she was having like suicidal thoughts. Um which obviously very serious and, you know, very brave and awesome to be that vulnerable and talk about because it will, people can relate to that. And you never yes. know what yeah. the platform you have and the way you use it. Some people might be like, boring, I don't want to hear about that. But if we're really following their real lives, it's not just drinking and cheating and, you know, I'm fighting. It's also, you know, their mental health and, and you know, loss of family members like we saw with um, Lala and with Ariana losing her dad years ago so yeah there's a lot to unpack there with ariana and hopefully you know it's a you know it comes and it goes that's the thing with depression and hopefully she's you know
know, yeah. doing better than she was here, but it sounds like she does, she's very cognizant of, you know, her path and, and what's going on and she's trying to get herself out of it and she's trying to help herself and, you know, realizing that, you know, I don't want these kind of thoughts and I want to stay busy and I want to work on myself and we've seen her go to therapy. So she, she, she Ariana's no dummy. She'll, she'll, I think she's going to be okay. No. No, true, true. Mm-hmm. I think she's, I think she's very classy woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. So Jax has to work pride, Nana. What do you think about Jax working pride? Going, I don't do that. I'll dress up. I'll do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I thought, you know what? What a pussy. Yeah. He is standing behind the bar and he must have cut himself or something. Oh, gross. And he's still doing the drinks. What if blood gets in their drink? That's what I was thinking. And then he takes alcohol and dumps it over his, you know, oh my God. He's garbage. Oh, he is garbage. He, he really, you know, I, I don't know why he didn't wear that cardigan sweater on Pride Day. Because mm-hmm. anyway, now James um, returns, and James oh. now James got in trouble with Lala again. They just were friends, and she blocked him again because it was the money by Monday, Randall by Fofty. The whole Fofty Gate thing that went down, which I would like to remind everyone, Fifty Cent did share a meme and video I made, and it was uh it was really fun. It was a fun day for me. And that's the oh my day gosh. that Jax yes. and Randall blocked me on Instagram when I was making funny content. James had a point. Everyone was making it. fun of it. Fofty, the whole 50 Cent Lala Gate thing, it was hilarious. It gave yes. the Bravo community something to commiserate over, or not commiserate, but something to join together and laugh. And it was ridiculous, and it was fun and funny. And... Who cares? He made a little joke about it. Have a sense of humor about yourself, Lala. That's the same thing you'd be saying to James. I think what Lala lacks is being able to have a sense of humor about herself and her situation. Do you know how ridiculous it is that your life, you are getting in a fight with 50 Cent, the rapper, over you know, over her saying things and then money that randall owes him i mean over social media like if you had a little bit of a sense I know. of humor about it people wouldn't come so hard for you in my opinion and lala and lala just recently got sober yeah and she can't shut up about it we got it you know i know me and i totally about our sobriety we do girl we talk you about can't it be holier but- than thou Thank you. Thank you. And that's what she's coming across. And people will run from you if no. you want to just stand up and preach about it. First Nobody all, wants to you're hear not that. Supposed to talk about the 12 steps and all that stuff. That you're not, you're really not supposed to, you're not supposed to bring up. It's supposed to be in here, but yeah. even though, I mean, I have talked about it too, because yeah. it's like everything else. It but was like, more of like a study group and I didn't do well with study groups. <laughs> but I skipped it. a couple that's steps. All that, well, that's all that matters. <laughs> But, you know, whatever works for, and, you know, it's what works for the individual person. Some people work really well with that. Some people don't. The judgment we place on one another is the thing that makes people fall back and use again. Just allow people to be sober on the terms that they're sober if it works for them. You know what I mean? But she's she's put herself up on a pedestal, and you can see it. And you don't do that. You're going to lose friends like crazy. Of course, some of those people you'd be happy to lose. Mm 
But, um, yeah, she's just um, – she's annoying now, to tell you the truth. It's so annoying. She's like, well, in my program, I got to – oh, okay. Well, cool, cool. Just you – Whatever. That, but also try to be, like, a good friend and a normal human being. Like, clearly, James has got, you know, some issues. But, Lala, your issues aren't completely absolved and done and resolved because you were so – No. For long. Because there's so many things. You could be a dry drunk. You could be all these things. You could be barely clinging on. I mean, work on yourself. Move forward. You got sober so that you're – dude wouldn't leave you. I think that's probably how it really went down. It's Randall's money was going to walk out the door and she's like, all right, I'm acting like an idiot. I'm going to get sober. But I just think she still has so much more work to do and she shouldn't be giving anyone advice on anything. No. And James, I mean, who are you kidding, James? Uh, Yeah, I'll take some seltzer water and put a lime in it and you know what else? He says, and you know what else? Oh, my God. Lisa's already seen through you. You aren't sober. Okay. You're not going to be sober. Okay. He's not ready. Okay. A million people can tell him he doesn't see it as a problem yet. And that's his life. That's his thing. He's going to have to deal with that. The people he's with are going to have to deal with it. Lala, if you don't want to be friends with them, then don't. But something about... Lala I know. draws herself back to James, and there's some, I see a connection there. I see, like, a, a, a lust slash possible, like, friendship oh. there between those two because they just can't give each other up. They're broke back mountain for each other. Like, I don't know how to quit oh. you. They can't. You would think with her having, you know, the Range Rover, giving the BJs, having all the new wigs and everything now, living her best life, she wouldn't be worrying about James Kenny as much, but she sure is bothered by him still, and he knows it, and he sure is bothered by her. And if I was and Raquel, s- I'd be like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. And oh, and Raquel, oh, bye bye. And Stasi <laughs> say that was so funny. Stasi saying, "In this whole town, we can't find one different DJ than James." <laughs> now, Stasi, you you're really coming up with them. That's why I want to buy your book. I mean, seriously, out of this whole town, we can't find another DJ besides James. Yeah. yeah. There's something there, a piece of Lala's with James and a piece of James's with Lala. And I will stand mm. by that forever and ever. Amen. They have this friendship right. that crossed the line to lovers. And now they just have, there's something there. And it's more than what they're admitting to. Because you, James, you don't mm. fight with guy or girlfriends like that unless yeah, there's some but love James is there. such a, a little man. Nanda, you know. we've learned this episode. Nanda's not like herself a little man. You got to be this big to ride. And it's, what is it, over 200 <laughs> pounds, Nana? <laughs> 220 plus, baby. You got to make me look thinner. That's all that's, it's about. No, James is probably 120, 125. Oh, no. No, he's about a buck 40. Maybe. No. Oh, see, we've done this already at lunch with my cousins. We were oh, doing yeah, this. Oh, yeah, you're a carny about this. Yeah. Because I, I said I could. Wait. Yes. Well, you know, my cousin lost a lot of weight, and I said, I can guess how much you lost. And she says, oh, I don't think so. And I said, sure, I could. Uh, buck 10, 110. And she goes, no, no, 96. And I said, so close. Are you kidding yeah. me? You would you win know? at the carnival. You'd be over in Price's Right rolls, though. I know. I don't. You yeah. Should I guess $1. <laughs> $1. $1, Drew. Uh, <laughs> I told the grandkids that Nana's going to be on the prices right, so I got to do that this year. Well, you might have to give Time's BJs and the PJs to Drew Carey to get on the show, but we'll try, Nana. We'll try. We don't do those <laughs> things, honey. Um, does CBS have a big bathroom? 
Uh, no, stop it. You should tweet. No, I tweet. Uh, I really Drew, wanna. Gary. No, I just really. I don't care if I even. I don't even have to win anything Come on to there. LA and we'll get Except for, the audience, okay? All right. We'll make it a priority. I, just, I have to do this. It's this on her is part list. of And I don't like <laughs> I hate those bucket lists. You know, it just sounds like, oh, you're too needy. It's just something I need to do. That's all. Oh, you're too needy. Want. It's just something I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> need or want. There goes that one year of psychology right down the <laughs> F and drain. I was so proud. I took an elective that was psychology and not just girls choir. <laughs> oh, Nana, I love you. You're hilarious. Um, I, I love you, too. We should wrap this up, yeah, though. Let's see what can you tell? In the chat. Yeah, she's moving around. She's yeah, got to pee. We know. Because the minute we get off, she's like, I got to pee. I'm going to pee my pants. We can just put a depends on you, Nana. They got those poise pads. Lisa Renna markets them. They're so comfy. You could just piss the whole uh, damn podcast and we wouldn't know. So next podcast, I'm. Them. Next podcast, I'm going to wear them and I'm going to smile. I'm going to say, <laughs> "Can you guess what I'm doing?" <laughs> oh, let's see what you guys are saying in the chat. Uh, Tamika made it as we're wrapping up. Hello, Tamika. Oh, hi, Tamika. Uh, let's see uh, the song together. Heather brings up the song that James and Lala did. Yes, yes, yes. You can see the chemistry from their song together. Uh, Jess in the chat mm. saying Lala is presenting herself super sophisticated due to her man her relationship not a good look yeah she's you know money doesn't make you smarter doesn't make you better doesn't make you anything it just makes you have more money that's all it does so yeah i don't know who she's trying to fool i think it's herself and good luck to you um but yeah so and maybe it don't have to look at the clearance racks but that's the joy yeah uh, tamika saying nana what's up well tamika you're gonna have to go back and rewind this video you'll see what was up in nana You'll see literally what was that. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know why I like to share so much, but I just do. Nana, I, I don't it. know why. I just, I just do. do. You know, the same reason could be why you ended up having a daughter who goes on stage and shares too much as a profession. Could be the same reason you ended up having a comedian for a daughter. You know, we just share a lot and that's what we do. We love it. I love well, that about you. I love the people that, that will laugh about it because it's all funny. It's all a joke, you know? I mean, our, my parents, that my generation, we didn't talk about sex. Nobody, you know, you just found out from your girlfriends and, you know, like what to do and what they expected and down the line. And it's like, really? Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it's but a, yeah, it's nobody talked new, about it. It's a new day. We're both adults now. I've come to terms with the fact that, you know, you've seen a wiener. And so uh, every podcast, I just learn more and more about the wiener you've seen. Uh, which That's is nice. Because it's my dad's. But, you know, we all. It's okay. It's all right. here because of sex. You're here. I'm here. You guys are all here. So. Whatever. All God's children. All God's yes. children. So, you guys, uh, let's rate this episode. Okay, so did we rate the first one? Let's rate them together as a pack. Together? Yeah, so I like that. Six of Vanderpump Rules, Nana. Uh, the first I like one was it. Grumpy Old Men. The second one was Your Pride Showing. Together as a package, out of seven housewives, seven being the best, one being the worst, what would you rate these two episodes of Vanderpump Rules? I would say Six. I really liked him. I yeah. loved him. I loved Pride. I love that. That was just wonderful. I'm going to agree with you, Nana. I am going to agree with you, and I am going to also give it a six. I think this is the Vanderpump we've kind of been waiting for. You wait for Pride. Yes. You wait for these moments, the trips. As much as I don't want to watch Jackson and Brittany and their love and their upcoming wedding, it's part of the season. I've come to, you know 
fine. I'll accept I it. Know. Uh, I but know. But we got all our major characters. Uh, James Kennedy returns. He had his little, we didn't talk much about it, but that's okay. His little moment where he had his little hissy fit and yelled and sweared at, swore, sweared, swore at Raquel. And it's yes. like Raquel run. He's a little boy. But then they made up and she's like, it's okay, James. I'm still your biggest fan. And you're probably oh. right. And now we're going to see next episode that maybe James is uh, rubbing off on Raquel because she missed her shift. She's going to get a talking to. And next episode, I'm excited because we are going to see something that I was uh, making content about when it happened, which was Jax and Brittany had a pastor that was going to officiate their wedding who was extremely homophobic, transphobic, and all the bad stuff. And Gotta go. they were standing by him. So when people want to argue with me oh. that Brittany is this in a sweet girl, I think we're going to see the real side of Brittany coming out next episode, and I can't wait. I know this is this one's going to be really good. I wasn't sure what the pastor or if that's his oh, title. Oh, I got all the receipts. And I screenshotted all his things and I did a video oh, okay. on the Married to Bravo uh, Instagram. If you guys aren't following, follow us there. And yeah, because I was like, screw this guy and screw Jackson Brittany's dumbass for keeping him and not admitting that hello. And if this is your pastor and someone you've known for a while, you know, he believes these type of things. And how bad is that? Not only for humanity, but also Lisa's brain. Oh, oh, absolutely. Come on. 2020 kids. We're in 2020. Yeah, Grow up. A grown Start to pastor dude should not be worried about who other people are having sex with. Worry about who you're having sex with, sir, which clearly is nobody, or you wouldn't be worried about all these other people and their sex At and their love. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and speaking of sex, did we get any more answers on the streets that people lost their virginity? We didn't. But people are saying Nana sharing is caring. Um, people want to meet and greet with Nana. We're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to find a way. Oh, you guys! Wants us to you come just to uh, South Carolina. We would love to come to South Carolina. We want to. You come guys to just South make Carolina me for the primary, huh, Nana? <laughs> oh yeah. You guys always just make me feel so good. It's so fun just to talk. Nana, just to you're too humble. Share you need stuff. To be the oh, I'm not humble. Sit down and be humble. No, I'm not humble. I think I'm hot. You but anyway. Hot. Okay. So a lot of <laughs> people kidding. in the chat, um, uh, first episode, they're giving a four. Second episode, six, six, four, oh. um, 5.59. So Shonda's saying we will see the real Britney next week. I knew she was so fake this whole time. So did I. I was like, listen, if you, you are did going, say that, if you are yeah. going to be with Jax, and put up with all the dick things he says and all the way he behaves. There's something about him that resonates with you. And it's not just the dollar bills because now you're making your own money too. There's something that's very, again, to use the same word I used for Sheena, disingenuous. So, yeah. yeah. We'll it's see. a good word. Karaoke or karaoke? Karaoke, Nana. Karaoke. Karaoke. All right, karaoke versus karaoke versus ATM versus cash machine versus sex on the floor or sex under the pool table. You learned it all here tonight, kids, on the Marriage to Bravo podcast. Nana, you're a gem. I love you. I have to get going. I'm going to see Ani DeFranco. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so happy. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. Can I be the first one to wish you a happy birthday, even though it's only Saturday and it's not till Monday, but... Yes. You're going to, yeah, happy birthday. It's age been age like a fine, not wine. What else ages somewhat well? Cheese. Like a fine <laughs> cheese, like some Gouda, like some Dill Havarti. 
right? Ooh. I don't know. Oh, that sounds kind of sexy. Dill Harvati. Harvati. I'm sorry. I'm still back. I'm still back with Schwartz smelling his clothes, seeing if he should wash them. Really? I love doing laundry. Send your laundry to me. I'll do it for you, Schwartz. Honest to God. Nana's got to get to the basement and go check on Papa. I was just going to. I was just going to. Did you see it in my eyes? Warn him. Nana's going. She's on her way. <laughs> One Adam 12, 10, 4, see the man. Code blue balls. Um, Code blue balls. We got it. <laughs> I, I wish I would have said that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. Ooh, if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media. Married, the number two. Bravo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Shell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is good. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good.